And welcome back to Mixed Media Live. Oh no, Ben's not on the screen right now. I'll get that fixed in just a moment. Um, in the meantime, uh, Nathan, do you want to introduce yourself while I scramble to fix this? Yeah, welcome to Mixed Media. Uh, this podcast is about gaming, movies, uh, music, and the intersection between all those three things. Um, today, we'll be doing uh, two topics. Uh, we'll be doing a music topic and we're doing a game-related topic. I guess we'll introduce ourselves. So uh, I'm Nathan. I'm a 3D modeler and a game developer. Um, I'm so Ben Costello. <laughs> I'm a flutist and a media composer. And I'm Irving, and I just finished fixing the uh, <laughs> the stream. Sorry about that. Uh, and I'm a filmmaker and media entrepreneur. I own a company called Ariella. I forgot to put my hat on today, but uh, you can check out my website oh, that way. On uh, the bottom right of the screen, it's the domain that that link uh, belongs to. So, uh, yeah. And yeah, so... Uh, Today we're going to be talking about uh, two topics, uh, really, because I did a three-part uh, series, basically, last time, uh, quasi by accident, uh, you know, a little bit along of a rant, but it seems as though people are enjoying it, which is pretty cool. So uh, I've got some, uh, if, you, if you're really curious and if you're around because you enjoyed that segment, I've got a few really interesting, odd, random things that have happened since uh, I put that out. Um, in addition to that information at the end, when we go through news, it won't take me more than, you know, 10 minutes to go through. So I have no use doing another segment on it, but, uh, it, it definitely is an interesting story. I will say as it, as it, as the facts or the allegations sort of progress over time. Uh, but for now we've got some, uh, more lighthearted topics than, uh, than what we talked about last week. Who wants to go first, by the way? Oh, actually, no, I got to talk about, uh, our little housekeeping stuff. So we are streaming live, as you can see, on YouTube, Rumble, and Twitch. And the awesome thing about this right here that says YouTube, Rumble, and Twitch is that it is a live whiteboard, meaning I can scribble on it, doodle it on it. Hey, there it is, live like that. And you can do that too. And you can do that too by going to mixedmedia.locals.com. And I promise you, we will not be mad if you start roasting us you know, uh, whatever you want to do, but you got to become a member at mixedmedia.locals.com and you'll get a link to draw on this live whiteboard uh, for helping support us, as well as a plethora of other things. Some of those things are really valuable, I think. And I think uh, anyone who has experienced uh, us reviewing their work has said that it's been extremely valuable. And I agree. Uh, we put a lot of effort into those. So if you go to mixedmedia.locals.com, you'll uh, see information about all the perks you get, including reviewing your independently made content, which is really cool. Uh, before we start, uh, how are guys' weeks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's... I'm still like, I've, again, it goes back to that thing where like, oh, I say I'm going to do something, and then like a month later, like, you know... Here, here I am doing the same things. Still trying to offload my schedule because certain things I can't really talk about because I'll be trashing certain people I work with uh, are taking way too long. Um, you know, I'm trying to trying to offload these things and trying to focus on myself again because I'm kind of tired of, I don't know, I feel like I've created a job for myself instead of a business and I'm trying to get out of that mentality. So how about you guys? Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I, I mean, it's been a kind of normal normal week of like uh, you know school and and that sort of stuff i've have in the back of my mind um i know i mentioned a couple months ago this idea of like trying to come up with some music related to um 
the Thrawn trilogy of Star Wars books. And I have some like ideas that are like a much smaller scale, but uh, that are kind of in the back of my head that I, I've been been thinking about this week. But other than that, you know, not not too much. Mm, that's cool. Uh, for me, um, I've I've been testing out a new uh, what do you call it? A, a new synthesizer actually, which is interesting. Uh, it's called Bespoke. It's a very strange synthesizer. It's like a synth DAW hybrid sort of thing. Um, it, it's very feature rich for a synthesizer. It, it, it includes I don't know. I don't even know if you should consider consider it synthesizer because within itself it includes different synthesizers. So. I don't know, but uh, it's interesting. It's not something I could see myself making a full song with because, at least currently, um, it's meant for just like small loops and stuff like that. But it's interesting just to experiment experiment with it and stuff like that. Just for like prototyping, uh, makes it super easy. And uh, yeah, and although uh, you know, just you can tell it just came out, but it's a bit glitchy. Like currently, I have it open. I can't actually like it's like minimized, right? Mm-hmm. I can't unminimize. It. I don't know why. I have to, I'll have to close it and then open it again. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it has to do with uh, me hibernating my computer while it was open, and then I turned my computer back on, and now uh, it doesn't doesn't unminimize anymore. But uh, yeah. Um, also, I uh, joined another game jam because I guess I like paint or something. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm doing that now. It is for actually for a, a club I'm in, in my school. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll share the results of that. I'm doing it with the team too, which is, which is, which is a change of pace. So that's nice. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think I'm like lagging a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like on. Yeah. On, you're like, like that. you've got like a weird stutter thing going on i'm not sure why i don't know if you're connected to like your 5g network or not but it seems like there's like some internet stuff on, going on all right my topic will be about uh, battlefront 2 um and how i think it's it's so bad that it's good almost sort of um i think that it has glitches and exploits in it that really enhance the experience if you know how to use them um sometimes not all the times i'll get into the nuance of it uh yeah that's the basic point so i'm specifically talking within the context of a certain game mode within battlefront 2 called heroes versus villains Uh, if you don't know battlefront 2 is a mainly a shooter created by dice uh some people made battlefield so that kind of shooter i guess um but the heroes versus villains game mode which i'll refer to as hvv for now because that's that's the shorthand for it is a very different so one of the sort of trademarks of Battlefront uh, 2 is that not only do you get to play as, you know, like simple stormtroopers and rebels and clone troopers, depending on what area you're playing in, um, you also get to play as the heroes and villains, right? So people like Darth Maul, uh, Rey, Darth Vader, and they're insanely powerful. But there's this game mode where it's literally just them. There is no, there's no troopers or anything like that. Uh, you just get to play as a bunch of heroes or villains uh, battling against each other. And it's a whole different sort of vibe, and I actually prefer the game mode a lot more. But... The game mode is riddled with bugs because the characters themselves are buggy, and uh, we'll get into the bugs of every character uh, in a second. So normally how the game, or I guess the intended way the game is supposed to work is that, oh, well, you know, understanding that, like, most of the heroes use lightsabers. There are heroes that don't use lightsabers, like Han Solo and Leia. But uh, for the most part, I'm mostly talking within the context of lightsaber heroes. I really should be saying that lightsaber combat is enhanced by the glitches. The only glitch I can think of uh, is Chewbacca has a glitch. I don't really know if it makes it any better or worse, but whatever. I'll get to that later. Um, so the way the game is meant to be played normally in a lightsaber combat sort of uh, type of way is you can you have sort of three things you can do at any given time. You can block, which is done by, at least on PC, holding a right-click. 
And for every hit swing that you block, you take a certain amount of hit to your stamina, and when your stamina depletes, you can't block anymore. Alternatively, you can just do a proper attack by left-clicking, and uh, you do exactly what you think you do. You swing a lightsaber at the other person. And third thing you can do is use one of your abilities. So every hero, except Anakin, has three separate unique abilities that they can use. Anakin has four. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> he does. Um, these abilities range from things like, He's like force pushes one, to force why. pulls. To, yeah, apparently, yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah, force pushes, force pulls, um, you know, certain like blaster enhancements for playing as a blaster hero, stuff like that. The the weird thing is, you know, when I started playing Battlefront 2 and in, uh, HVV is like, I was like, how much does it damage anybody? Because you hold right click and you block, right? And okay, I can attack them until, until their stamina decreases, but attacking it itself also uses stamina. So I was confused as to how I was to do this. So it's worth noting that when you attack someone from behind, they can't block it because they can't see you, right? That makes sense. So one of the ways to do damage is to attack people from behind. Also, I forgot to mention there's a dodge ability where you press alt and your character does a little like dash in a direction and you can use this to try to get behind people. Um, that's sort of part of the way, part of the skill, right? So aside from getting behind people can be accomplished by uh, dodging or essentially you just run, run at somebody, you jump and you go 180 really quick and then you can like hit them from behind uh, if you're quick enough. It's weird because uh, it's one of the, uh, a bit of a tangent here, but it's, it's, it's weird because that mechanic differs greatly in its usefulness whether you're playing on PC or console. Because on PC, you can move your mouse really fast and you can do a 180 really fast. On console, you're going to take a bit of a bit of longer time to do a 180. That being said, the person who needs to block it also is going to take a bit of time to do it. It just looks weird when I'm watching someone playing on console and I'm like, your hook swings are really slow, but they still work. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then to do damage to people through blocks, there are certain abilities that... that uh, will work through blocks. So, for example, um, Obi-Wan's, uh, what do you call it, a Jedi mind trick that works uh, through a block, but things like a force push do not work through blocks. Something about a force shield, I don't know. I don't know what Star Wars lore, so I, I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> there are almost no abilities will do damage through blocks, except, I don't know if this is a glitch or not, Luke's will do damage through a block if you use a certain star card. A star card is a certain buff you can apply to a character. I have a feeling this is not intentional, but I could be wrong. But if you have this star card applied to, to Luke Skywalker, you have a force push, and it will do damage through the block. And it's actually useful because you can it's, it doesn't do that much damage, but if someone's on low health, and they're just blocking to try to uh, regenerate health, then you just force push and they're dead. Right? Those are the normal conventional ways to um, you know, do damage to people. I found this not too entertaining, uh, just essentially just trying to get behind people, because I said before, abilities really won't do much damage for the most part. And so it's just about dashing behind a person, and it's not that hard to, to defend against that once you get better at the game. So <clears throat> here's where the exploits come in, and I'm first going to talk about perhaps the biggest game changer in the entire game. So at some point, this, this exploit did not always exist. I believe uh, this is before the time I started playing, but they changed the way that the characters got stunned. They might have removed stunning or something like that, uh, something to that effect. But essentially what happened is it introduced a mechanic called parrying. Now, in the game, you cannot normally parry anything, right? You can either block or you can attack. But what happened is now if, you, if, uh, if you're blocking, you, you hold right click, someone attacks you, if you time it right, you can attack them within a window where they cannot actually block, block your, your attack, your counterattack, your parry, right? It's like a few dollar dozen milliseconds of timing. It's not that easy to get once you start. Once you start practicing, you sort of figure it out. And it also differs per character, like depending on the character attack speed and their animations and stuff like that, it changes when the window is where you actually need to counterattack. This is not intended. <laughs> this is definitely not a uh, intended mechanic, but it is probably the most widely spread exploit people use because it actually makes it brings a lot more depth into the game. There's a lot more to consider, right? A lot of, for example, a lot of people who play, say, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker has a very good attacking stamina, which means that for every attack he does, he loses not that much uh, stamina. So what people will do is they'll find somebody who has a low blocking stamina, 
I think like Darth Vader has a low, lower blocking stamina, and will just like they'll just swing at him over and over again and just pressure him uh, by just swinging, right? Counter attack, big, 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 like uh, big, big advantage for you, right? You can no longer just die to a Luke who's just spamming clicking you, right? Because when people start spam clicking you, you can sort of you get you you internally figure out the rhythm of their attacks, and at some point you just start counter attacking to the same rhythm, or you start parrying at the same rhythm, and then at that point it becomes trivial trivial to kill them, right? So it really changes the way you have to think about the game you can also do what's called a perfect parry as well perfect parry is like you only have a few milliseconds to execute this one uh, of like a timing window it allows you to attack quicker uh, after the block uh, i'm not good enough to do perfect parry intentionally at least but uh i can at least do <laughs> normal parries but yeah they're hard to do but definitely possible with practice this is one of the things where you know when i started playing the game it's a pretty ubiquitous exploit that people use i started playing the game i was like how do people win it how do people like killing me I, i'm just you know i'm spam clicking right it looks like they're also spam clicking, but it turns out they just had well-timed spam clicks, spam clicks that I didn't realize. And it's a shame that this is not an intentional feature because the game will never teach you that. It'll never teach you that that's a thing that you can do because you're not supposed to be able to do it. It's just something that like, once you pass a certain level, everyone just figures it out eventually. I figured it out from my YouTube video, I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much required to just rage, rage quit because you, you're, you're failing to, to do any damage to anybody. Are these um, uh, matches uh, ranked, yeah, so by the way? Like, are these hero matches ranked? No, they're they're not ranked. It's dumb. <laughs> That's one of the worst parts of that battlefront. Actually, is that you know when you start, you can be level one, and there's some level one hundred dude who's like, you know, he's a veteran at this game. I've uh, been playing for a long time, and what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, you can pretty much tell whether you're gonna win or lose by just pressing tab, looking at the scoreboard, and looking at everyone's levels. And you're like, all right, well, that's how the game's <laughs> gonna go. You know. <laughs> What, what aggravates me the most is that it doesn't even try to balance within the game. So it'll do things where it stacks a bunch of level 100s on one side, but a level 10s on the other side. It's like, you could just do some simple math and just try to make it equal, you know? Yeah. Put two on level 100s on this side, two on the other side, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's very simple. <laughs> I understand that it is more complicated to do a whole, um, to do matchmaking based on rank on a whole uh, queue level where every match has only a certain like window of level but within the match at least to just balance it very simply that would be that would be useful but no it doesn't do that aside from parrying which is the biggest uh, exploit I've before there are also ability, ability exploits I believe nearly every single lightsaber hero has some sort of glitch with them um, so for example let's take Rey one of her abilities is called insight when you use insight Rey does a little animation thing She's able to temporarily see, like, sense enemies through walls, and she, her attacking, the, the amount of stamina that she uses when attacking is reduced for a certain period of time, right? This is pretty good. This is a, it's a, raise a more offensive character, so this is a, a sort of offensive ability. Now, when you use Insight, what's going to happen is if the opponent knows anything about the game, is they'll start playing a bit more defensively, because they know you're about to go on the offense. They're probably going to start preparing to parry you, because they know once you use Insight, you only have that limited amount of time to actually utilize it, right? So you're going to immediately, your instinct is going to be, okay, I'm going to use it now, and I'm going to attack them, right? However, the glitch with Ray that allows you to sort of circumvent that. So as I said before, Ray does an animation when she does it. You can prevent the animation from showing if you attack while you use Insight. So if you, like, swing, if you attack and mid lightsaber swing use insight the animation will never play and the opponent will never know if you use insight ever uh it's a sort of a good way to get the drop on somebody and uh the thing is it's you know it's somewhat risky because you have to just attack right what i usually do is you know no one expects you to just attack randomly usually you open with it with an ability or you try to dash around them i'll just attack i attack once intentionally hitting that block i don't really care just to use insight and i have no idea that i use insight um so it it, it adds you that's know, a that's you know, a, is, is it balanced uh that that's a that's a glitch, right? Like you're saying that canceled animations oh, is like not built into the game. Yeah. 
no, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> there's nice. no other, there's no other uh, hero or villain who can cancel an animation. Uh, well, except Chewbacca, actually. Chewbacca, the way his ability works, uh, he's the only blaster character whose ability I can think of, uh, sorry, exploit to an ability I can think of. His, his ability, where essentially what he does is he charges forwards and he slams, into, he slams his fist into the ground and he knocks everyone down around him. Um, the, the, the ability has a sort of, it's, it's, not, it's not the easiest to just hit anybody because you are forced to run forwards a certain distance, right? The next what you can do is you jump right before you use it. If you jump right before you use it, then the animation of him running forward will never happen and you'll just use it in the same spot. That, that's, an, that's a weird exploit. I don't know why it exists, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can you can uh, use it to. Um, uh, it's especially useful if you have a lightsaber ta- uh, character attacking you, and Chewbacca. Well, you don't have a lightsaber to defend yourself, so if you use that in the same spot you are you are just in as the enemy's right there, that's pretty useful. Also, a lot of people don't expect it because you know exploit, but um, you know yeah. After you get to a certain level, you just expect all the exploits. <laughs> you figure them all out, and then you you realize that uh, nothing is impossible <laughs> in this game. Aside from Chewbacca's exploit, Ray's exploit is like Yoda's exploit, for example, which this is the only one. I'm not sure if this is an accident, but um, one of Yoda's abilities is to do a leap where he like flies forwards and does like he dashes forwards pretty far and does a lightsaber attack. There's another one called Presence um, where he like is able to heal himself and anyone around him in a short, short range around him for a certain period of time. You can use you can use Presence while you're in in the leap animation. As far as I'm aware, there is no other lightsaber hero except Darth Vader. Which I think is intentional. Who can use two abilities at the same time? So yeah, that's weird. Then there's like Darth Vader, which who I think his exploits actually make the game worse. It's one of those cases. I'll get to why later. But like one of his exploits is that one of his abilities is that you can do a force choke. It's already pretty good as it stands. Uh, you force choke someone, it does a really big amount of damage. They're stuck in one spot, which means other characters can attack them at the same time. You can lightsaber throw uh, while that's another ability. As you can, you can throw his lightsaber. You can do that while he's force choking, meaning that he has a free hit. Um, and he also is basically invincible while, while he's doing it. I don't know why I decided to do this. He's just a broken character. He's too good. His exploit is that if you, this one's actually fairly hard to pull off. If you jump at the right time, when you right when you're in the middle of the force choke animation, what you'll do is you'll actually jump, which you're not supposed to be able to do when you're force choking. And uh, you'll lift up the person you're force choking with you. And what this does is the force choke ends. They'll still be in the air. They'll fall down. They'll be on the ground for a second. And you can get a few hits on them before they get back up on their feet. Yeah, is a broken character. You should be. I don't know. You should be. <laughs> but <laughs> did they did they play test this uh, game at all? Like you know, like it feels like they don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. They actually there've been some like crazy changes over time. So like for example, Darth Maul is a character who's been entirely reworked. Uh, he used to be the only lightsaber character who could not block. I don't know why. This doesn't make sense to me. But he couldn't block at some point. Uh, this was an intentional choice. He was supposed to be a high mobility character who did like hit and runs essentially, right? Wasn't there to stick around for a lightsaber fight. But then, they, and he had a uh, one of his abilities is a lightsaber throw as well. There were two characters with a lightsaber throw: Darth Vader, Darth Maul. Darth Maul could throw his lightsaber, and it used to be, you know, if you, you know, ever watched the prequels, his lightsaber is like a staff almost. It's not like a sword like the rest of them, right? It has a blade on going out at both sides, and the way he throw it is, is you know, you throw it and you spin it, it becomes a right. disc, right? Imagine as a disc. So the old way Darth, Darth Maul used to work is the disc would be thrown vertically, right? Such that like it is taller up and down than it is wide. Yeah. Right. This is, makes it pretty hard to hit people because people are a lot are pretty tall relative to how wide they are. Meaning that you don't actually need the extra height to hit somebody. You'd rather it be wider, right? They then they change it so that it actually goes horizontally. Uh, in the process, they also he he has what's called uh, what's it called I can't remember what it's called, but one of his abilities 
he does this like lightsaber spin. He like leaps forwards and spins his lightsaber around him. And he does damage to anyone he comes to contact with. Um, yeah, they broke him because essentially there's like you know, like a twenty five percent chance that it, you'll you will hit somebody. You're supposed to hit somebody, but it won't do any damage at all. It's like a it's like an unintentional nerf to Darth Maul. It's really annoying when you're about to kill somebody and you'll die. Like they're at two health, you do it, and it doesn't nothing happens. It's like all right, well, wait, wait, wait. So and the, I'm, I'm this a Darth is Maul completely man, random. Doesn't that feel frustrating? Like you know, to the player. Yes. Like, is, that's, that's that's probably the worst. That's probably my least favorite bug. Actually, no, the Darth Maul, the Darth Vader thing is my least favorite bug. I actually, just hate Darth Vader as a character in the game. But <laughs> Darth Maul, the Darth Maul bug is probably my second least favorite because it actually just I, I play Darth Maul like probably the most. Uh, so it really sucks to. It's just really unsatisfying. But over time, it's weird because you sort of learn to live with it. Every time I use it, I know like it was, it's like I'm playing roulette. You know what I'm saying? I know like I know there's a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like. So if I want to secure the kill, I'll use a, I'll throw my lightsaber instead if I, if I have that ability ready. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just broken. It shouldn't be like that. But I just think of it as like it's become less of a nuisance and more of a uh, an accidental debuff to Darth Maul. It's just <laughs> it's just like a reality of how things are, which is sad. But and if you're wondering, this game is no longer updated. Dice just dropped it when it was so buggy and so it could never be fixed. Um, and actually, the Darth Maul bug was introduced. I think it was like literally the last update before I stopped updating it. So it's like. All right, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Going through more ridiculous ability exploits, you have General Grievous. Technically, it's not an ability exploit, actually. Um, I actually don't think he has any ability exploits. Let me think. Yeah, I don't think he has one. But he has a weird lightsaber attack exploit. So the, the reason being, he has, this, he has this weird lightsaber exploit because he works differently than every other character, except Bosk, actually. He's a healer, he works like Bosk with his jumps. So General Grievous, if you didn't know, uh, I believe he's not, correct me if I'm wrong, he's not force sensitive right i believe he is not actually like yeah. a proper question mark no he's not no, i'm wrong he, or no he, i'm right no he he can't he he's not he can't use the force yeah yeah okay so i thought okay so because he can't use the force every every other lightsaber character can do a uh, force jump but he can't because he can't he can't uh, use the force so what he can do instead is just because he's a cyborg i guess he has enhanced uh, jumping abilities he can jump high but not as high as a force user right so there's a weird bug where, because he's the only lightsaber character who can do that, he essentially attack faster than he's supposed to be able to by attacking or by jumping, then, then attacking midair. Then when he hits the ground, you jump and you attack midair again. The reason being is because his attack in the air has a very low cooldown relative to his attack on the ground. And because he's not a force user, he falls down very fast. So you can just keep doing this over and over and over again. Is I I don't know why. So the, the, the so you're literally jumping is, to is cool down the uh, you're jumping to cool down the uh, whatever the attack. You're jumping so that when you attack, the cooldown is less. Yeah, when you jump, <laughs> the cooldown is less. All right. None of these the are like, attack has a slower cooldown. None of these are like satisfying. They don't connect to any lore or anything. They're just not satisfying. They're just broken. No, <laughs> no, this is random. The funny part is, is General Grievous is meant to be a very slow attacker. That's part of his, that's part of his like the way he's he's built. He's more like a tank character in the game, right? Um, his he, he relies heavily on his abilities. His abilities are pretty good, but his attacking is super slow. And so you can, it's not intentional, but you can parry it pretty easily. <laughs> as far as uh, that has become part of the game, is that you can parry him pretty easily. But the thing is, I hate uh, General Grievous is considered a because the game is not balanced at all. General Grievous is considered pretty pretty much by everyone as a top tier character. Maybe if you ranked the order of the best heroes and villains, maybe he'd be between one and three depending on the person and how they feel about. It. But the fact that he can attack extremely fast because when he does it, I'm pretty sure he he probably attacks more than faster than uh, most other heroes and villains. 
Uh, it is very fast and it's very annoying. That being said, it is hard to pull off. It's not like the timing is kind of hard. And also, you're susceptible to force attacks because you're not blo- you can't block while you're doing it, right? So one of the things when you're doing normal lightsaber attacks is you should always hold the block button so that you immediately go into blocking position right after you do attack. Uh, but with, with that thing, you have that sort of downtime where you're in the middle of jumping or in the middle of falling, whatever, and you're not actually attacking. So I guess that's some some con to doing that sort of strategy. Anakin is also debuffed just randomly uh, by exploit because he has a ability. Is it called the Almighty Push? I think that's what it's called. And what he does is he does a force push in all directions around him, a whole 360 force push, essentially. And he gets stuck in the animation. Like, he <laughs> normal takes maybe like a, a quarter of a second, half a second, something like that. Well, if you hold, if you, if you just press it randomly, it'll be a random chance where it's about five seconds where he's just stuck in this position. And every, every villain's just staring at him like, all right, I'll just wait for you to get out of it and I'll attack you. Luckily, Anakin takes reduced damage while in this state. That being said, you literally just wait for him to finish the animation, right? And he doesn't draw his lightsaber immediately. So when he just finishes the animation, you can just attack him. Now, I actually, you know, this is one of the exploits I have a very mixed opinion about. Because on one hand, I think Anakin, relatively speaking, is a top-tier character. I'd say he's probably around number four, right? So I'm like, do I feel bad for getting a free hit on this Anakin? I don't know. (laughs) He's kind of good, you know? If I'm playing someone like Darth Vader or General Grievous, like, I will actually just not do anything. I'll literally wait for him to finish up, like, yeah, I get it. Like, I'm also a broken character. You just... (laughs) (laughs) I'll wait for you to finish your thing. I, I, won't, uh, I won't bother you about it. What really bothers me is when I'm playing Anakin and someone does it to me and it's like, like actually attacks me and I'm like, all right. <laughs> so yeah, I have mixed feelings about that. It'd be better if I just made the character balance and we had to think about whether it's a good, good thing or not. But for, for Xbox to have more utility, there's like Luke Skywalker's force push. When you jump and you do a force jump, you jump to the apex of your jump. If you use a force push at that moment, you jump higher. I don't know why. That's definitely not a purposeful. <laughs> Plus you get to slightly higher places that you can't get to normally. I think Obi-Wan is the only lightsaber character I can think of who has no exploits. And yeah, I think... See, I don't, I don't understand that though, right? Color because aren't there like, you know, just from a programming level, right? Wouldn't there be like functions that are broken that are shared across characters or something like that? Like Yeah, like hit detection with Darth Maul? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How is it different actually, like per character? I don't really get it. Like the Darth Maul thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, a lot of these things make sense. Why the specific, like the General Grievous thing, it's like he is the, actually the only lightsaber character thing thing with him. Um, the only character that has a similar jump to him is Bosk, but he has a gun, has a blaster, not a lightsaber, so it wouldn't, you know, doesn't really matter for him. That makes sense, but I really don't get how Darth Maul's hit detection is just broken. <laughs> uh, it's, Maybe it's they had a different uh, intern on every on each hero, like a different person programmed <laughs> each each hero, you know. Maybe instead of uh, like sharing functions like across. It sort of feels like that sometimes, not going to oh, lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't, like, coming from a game developer standpoint, I really don't get, how is Darth Maul like that? How is it not just, you know, I'm thinking about any engine I've ever used, right? Like, Unity, Unreal Engine, or Godot. Like, it's literally just that you just make a collider. <laughs> you make a collider, and when the thing goes through the collider, you execute some code. It really isn't that hard. There are certain things with things moving too fast, but we're not talking about Darth Maul leap speeds of fast. We're talking about bullet speeds of fast, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're at the point where the game... The game takes lineup such that at some point the bullet is before the collider and the next tick is, is after the collider and, and you have to do what's called uh, continuous closing checks checks to detect whether uh, the bullet actually passed through the thing or not. But it's literally just Darth Maul going at higher than normal speed. You know what I'm saying? It's not blaster bolt type speeds and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more exploits, but I'm drawing a blank. There are definitely, definitely any more that I can't think of right now. 
as I said before, and the original point was that I think it actually makes the game better. The reason being is I think it adds a lot of depth to the game where there is a lot missing, which is very strange. The game, is, as I said before, is very simple. You just hook swings and trying to get behind people. With this, it makes things, uh, every, every uh, specifically every ability has a lot bigger weight to them. There's a lot more versatility. Every, every ability, not every ability, but the exploitable abilities have more use. And what this means is you want to think about, okay, when am I going to use this? Am I going to use Luke's Force Push to get up a little higher now? Because it means I won't, have to, I won't be able to use it for you know, uh, however many seconds it takes to come back. Chances are the answer is no, because uh, it actually isn't that useful for Luke specifically. But for people like Ray, it's like, do I want to use Insight when, like, now take the risk of attacking and have them not know that I've used Insight, or just use Insight and let them know, but I don't take the risk of being parried, you know? In general, you don't want them to know you're using Insight. Like, you know, this is, like, sort of... What's interesting is it sort of adds more learning to it. Because at some point, you sort of reach the skill cap of Battlefront 2, and it's like, all right, you're just doing the same thing over and over again. But what I love about Battlefront 2 is that I'm always learning, right? I always feel like I'm getting better at the game. At the start, you feel like you'll never get better. You know, where I am now, I always feel like... I probably could get better, but no, I will. <laughs> you know, it, it just feels like it's always like that. Like with like learning how to use Ray's insight correctly. So I was gonna say before is like you probably want to hide Ray's insight, but when do you not want to do that? There are actually times where you don't want to do that. So for example, if you're at low health, you don't want to risk the the being parried at all because it would mean you're literally dead, right? <laughs> you sort of figure out. It's interesting too, is because it's only I think believe it's four v fours. Yeah, four v fours. You really can, you really, over the time of the span of the match, you sort of figure out your opponents. You sort of figure out what they're like, what their playstyles are. And so, you know, whether you, use, whether you hide your insight or not, it's going to depend on the player, actually, who you're attacking. Are they good at parrying? If it's not, then don't worry about it. Just, just go for the attack, hide the insight. There are some people who are extremely good at parry and will parry almost all the time. <laughs> In those cases, don't, don't bother with hiding the insight, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're at lower health. Maybe only if you're at like, max health, you could you do that, you know? Something like that. Uh, I think really adds to the game, or with a really, really, really simplistic way things work. I think, although at the same time, it sort of makes it bad in the, in the case that there is no rank system, so you're putting in people who are not only new but don't know the, these exploits. Of people who are veterans have known these exploits, know every single character's exploits, and can expect them to be used against them. And uh, also, you know, just have that acquired skill from playing over and over and over again after some amount of time. It feels like one of those games where you really have to just you just got to bite your tongue through it. You know, you just have to push through the initial stages of just dying over and over again uh, until you're able to be good. Um, and the, the unfortunate part is most people will just stop playing because they're like, I don't get why I'm dying. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. These people are doing things that don't make sense to me. <laughs> then they just leave the game, which is sad. But I think the worst part is that it debuffs like Darth Maul and it buffs Darth Vader and General Grievous. I mean, there's such a like a, you know, I always consider Darth Maul a pretty mid-tier character. He's not trash. It's not the greatest, you know what I'm saying? It really just it really just pushes the divide even further between certain characters. I think Darth Vader and General Grievous are almost undisputed the you know one, two, or three on the list. It really sucks that you know the game had to be stopped stop receiving updates when it did because Dice did keep trying to balance the game. Maybe not well, because we were left in this state. <laughs> a state with more bugs perhaps than we started with, but at least they were doing something, you know. But now there's really no chance for for change. And it just like it just feels bad whenever yeah, you're, you you play the, as a light side. You're playing I don't know Obi Wan Kenobi, and then you see who you're reversing. It's like okay, it's like Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, General Grievous. And it's like all right, well I guess I lost. <laughs> Assuming their levels aren't low. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Oh, well, one more thing actually. When Battlefield Three comes out, they better have pairing be an actual mechanic that is intentional, because everyone uses that. Okay, it's good. <laughs> actually, good addition. It needs to be like properly supported. That's it. Or they'll make a mis- the same mistake uh, Microsoft did about porting Minecraft to uh, 
was it C plus plus or whatever they did, uh, making the C yeah, version of Minecraft <laughs> with no glitches and which sucked every fun fun bit out of Minecraft uh, because the fun part of that game is the glitches. So, <laughs> is there a release date on uh, Battle yeah, for sure. Battle, Battlefront Three? Battlefront Three, I don't believe it really has been announced yet. Um, I believe there's some weird things with. Um, Lucasfilms and EA and the rights to actually creating a battlefield, uh, battlefront game, a Star Wars game. I don't remember what happened with that. Uh, I'm pretty sure EA is getting kind of, I don't know if the game destroyed, but stuff is happening because uh, also I remember, like FIFA is also um, talking about like, hey, we don't want to pay you this much anymore <laughs> to make FIFA games or something like that. I thought that Lucasfilm like dropped EA as their like exclusive game developer. I think I think that's what happened. That might be what it is. I'm looking it up right now. It says EA responds to Lucas. This is a headline, by the way, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. January 13th, 2021. EA responds to Lucasfilm Games confirming that other studios will be able to make Star Wars titles. So yeah, it sounds like an exclusivity thing. So okay, maybe they are making a Battlefront 3, but uh, as far as I'm aware, there's been nothing announced about that. You know, it's one of those articles. Uh, everything we know about Battlefront 3, I'm going to open it. Uh, it's definitely going to be nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, first thing. That's always how it is. You look up like, a game, you add like you add a number to it, right? Uh, you know, that hasn't come out yet. And it's like, Here's what you should know about it. And it's like, you open it, it's like, we don't know anything about it. I'm like, why'd you make this article? To get your clicks, <laughs> man. They have a whole 15 things on this website. Yeah. They have 15 things on the website. The first one is yet to be officially confirmed. I mean, all right. 14. Okay, the next thing is the canon story. That is not, that is not a surprise. Okay. The Battlefront 2 is canon. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Returning actors. These are also, like, mildly interesting. Uh, made by Dice. Really? Who would have thought? I don't know. It's a bunch of, bunch of things, you know, that are not all too important or are fairly obvious. I, gotta make I don't want to cause no problems. Mm. I just want to live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. Yeah. Me and my dons ain't mobsters, yeah. but you know when you see imposters. Yeah. We know how to read them faces, same way you know how to read them comments. If you want to talk, let's talk. But around here, make sure you walk and your talk is constant. <laughs>